1: This is Midday with Jamie and Wicked. Pay attention. You just may learn something here. Jamie and Wicked on 98.1 KMBC. It is a 1 o'clock hour. We have a keyword to cash for you this hour. Jamie?
2: Job. J-O-B. Job. Text it to 72881 for your chance at $1,000 in this national contest.
1: This story got really, really big last week. And it is a profession that a lot of us had never heard of but to be a professional cuddler
2: and it's we've talked about it before um in fact i don't even have the story in front of me because we've talked about it before to kind of be familiar with it when it became trendy a couple of years ago the difference is that we have somebody close to us that can uh give us some insight joining us in studio she
1: made the trek all the way from lawrence and we appreciate that professional cuddler robin marie is here with us robin thank you so much for being here
0: thanks a lot glad to be here
1: i know i heard you on uh, Dana, with Dana Wright last week, you done a fun mm-hmm. interview over the phone, and we're like, we got to, we got to get this woman in studio. We have to, we have to talk to her as well. And we're glad you made the, the the trip all the way down here. First of all, where did we come up with the profession? Like, how do you get into being a professional cuddler?
0: Right, that's a good, a really good question. Pretty
1: common question, <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, it's been around for a while. Um, not really here in the Midwest; more on the East Coast and the West Coast. Um, but me personally, I got in, I actually heard about it about two and a half years ago, um, from someone here in Kansas city. It was a massage therapist I was seeing and I was talking with her about the fact that the only time I was ever getting touched because I wasn't, you know, dating at the time was when I got a massage and she said, have you ever heard about professional cuddling? And I was like, no, tell me all about (laughs) it. No, I have not. So, yeah, that's when I first heard about it and started doing some research and found um, Cuddleist, which is a company that certifies people to do professional cuddling. And they uh, certify people in in the U.S. as well as internationally. So that's kind of where I got started.
2: Talk to me about becoming certified and Mm -hmm. what the process is to become qualified to do something that most people just do in their everyday lives anyway.
0: Right. So um, it's really important, I think, to be certified because um, most people think, oh, you know, cuddling. Well, everybody does that. You know, what what skill is involved in that? There's actually quite a lot of skill. And it's not really about, oh, you know, choosing this cuddle position or that. But it's more about um, what is happening in bet- between the two people who are cuddling. So that has a lot to do with being able to set boundaries and being able to ask for what you want and say no to what you don't want. And, and, you know, in a platonic setting. So, um, the, the educational part really teaches you how to get in touch with what you're yes to and what you're a no to and to have really strong boundaries because that's my job in, in the room.
2: Can you talk to me about the science of it a little bit? Yeah. Because, okay, so I, most of my, a lot of my medical knowledge admittedly comes from Ray's Anatomy. But there was <laughs> medical shows. Hey, that's not too bad. There, there was an episode where they had someone, there was a doctor on the show that was high anxiety and mm-hmm. talked about the sympathetic nervous sympathetic mm-hmm. sympathetic, mm-hmm. I can't remember the word. but there is science to the idea that holding a person mm-hmm. is calming to your to your physical nerves, mm-hmm. not just your emotions.
0: Right. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of a weighted blanket. I have one. Oh awesome. So, yes. So um Yeah. Your body responds to touch. It's the very first sense that is actually, um, that we have in the womb. And, you know, uh, when you're touched within 20 seconds of being touched, your body starts releasing, um, oxytocin, which is a hormone neurotransmitter for bonding. Also all kinds of, uh, feel good neurotransmitters, you know, serotonin, dopamine. So all of those are really important. And, if you don't have access to that type of touch platonically, then you start to feel things like stress, depression, anxiety, anger, aggression, um, disconnection from other people. Uh, so, you know, if you're in a culture like ours that really doesn't give you the opportunity to do that unless you're with a partner or maybe maybe you have small children, um, it you can find yourself in a situation where... You feel really bad and you don't know why. And it might be because you're not actually getting enough platonic touch. So um, the other things physically that happen um, with touch, it boosts your immune system. It boosts your, it boosts your cardiovascular system. Um, so, And there's a lot of research. Uh, the Touch Institute um, out of the University of Miami has tons of research. Um, a lot of their research is with, uh, with babies like preemies. And um, like 50%, I think, uh, the preemie rate, uh, the death rate goes down by 50% if they have professional cuddlers who go in and hold the babies who are preemies. So it's, you know, it's incredibly um, important. Wow. Yeah.
1: I think one question a lot of people have for you, Robin, is the safety factor. Mm-hmm. Because I think where a lot of people's minds go... Rightly or wrongly, I think where a lot of people's minds go is especially with men, is that it becomes a sexual thing, and then you go down the sexual misconduct route. Mm-hmm. What steps do you take specifically with your male clients mm-hmm. to prevent any of that happening you know or, or even getting near that that level
0: well i take I take the same steps with all clients, male, female, transgender. it doesn't matter uh, what their orientation is at all um and uh it really starts with when someone goes to the website and requests a session they have to read through the code of conduct and so the code of conduct is really clear this is platonic this is therapeutic so that's the first that's the first step and then after i get a request i typically do a video chat with someone and i talk with them about you know that, the, that this is a therapeutic service and i ask them point blank Is this what you're looking for because uh, you know if somebody uh, you know pays for something I want them to get what they're looking for and if it's not what they're looking for you know there's no judgment about that but it's just it's just made really clear that's what this is and then I also um, typically request um, like some type of photo ID I have my session in a neutral location um, so so it's not at your home no it's not at my home where's it done Uh, I rent a space in Lawrence so, and there's usually always someone around as well. So um, by the time, and, and then, so I was telling you about the, the video chat. It's, it's kind of a, a time to do my pre-screen. And I also really follow my gut intuition about someone. And we're, you know, we're talking about the session. And um, it's, it's astounding that people are actually very honest about what, what they're asking for. Um, especially when I say, when I ask them, can you assure me that what you're looking for is a platonic therapeutic service? And they have the opportunity to say yes or no.
1: Has it ever gone awry? Has it ever gotten close where you're like, um, maybe I didn't screen that person well enough. Maybe that person gave me some misinformation or lied to me. Has, has it gotten to that point in your, I mean, you've been doing this for a while
0: now. Yeah. No, I've never felt afraid. Okay. If that's the question. Um, and I think it's, uh, I, it's. it's just because when you have these steps in place um, I mean that's what they're there for that's the safety net Um, so I've never felt afraid or or nervous Um, have there been a few I would say maybe I can remember one time when um, yeah the person had said oh yeah sure yeah I understand it's platonic and then we get to the session and then it's obvious that um, they are hoping that it's Mm -hmm. more And that's where my boundaries come in, where at the beginning of the session, before we even start, we talk about um, the subjective and objective boundaries that we both have. And it's really clear. I say, hey, if a two-piece bikini covers it, those are my off-limit areas. And then we talk about, you know, subjective things. You know, sometimes people don't don't like their face touched or whatever. Um, So um, it's really, like I said, it's my job as, you know, the the professional in the room to say you know this is my boundary and and you know there's not really a uh,
2: if that boundary's crossed then we're done
1: okay. yeah gotcha
2: can you stick around
0: yeah absolutely. Okay, good. <laughs>
2: just because people are asking some questions <laughs> on the text line also <laughs> about what actually happens in the room like is it a bed that's set up is it you know, what, what actually happens during that time when people walk in?
1: I like to talk about clientele as well. Yeah, me too. Because you, I'm reading the story from Fox 4, <clears throat> and you have built a large client base in your time doing this. Robin Marie yeah. is with us, professional cuddler. She made the drive all the way from Lawrence to join us in studio. We appreciate that. You want to text in questions, you can. Uh, we're Facebook Live, by the way, so if you want to watch. And also, again, those text messages at 22980. We'll give you that keyword to cash as well next. <laughs> This is Midday
2: with Jamie and
1: Wick. 20 minutes after 1, we have a keyword to cash for you this hour.
2: Job, J-O-B, job. Text it to 72881 for your chance at $1,000 in this national contest.
1: We are joined in studio by professional cuddler Robin Marie, and she is with us. Uh, she drove in from Lawrence, and we appreciate it. And uh, I, I mean, there are so many questions coming in of the text line at 2298. 229- eight zero so keep them rolling in and the elephant in the room is the question that so many people are asking especially with your male clients and this is actually in on your and by the way what is your website for people that want to research you
0: it's cuddlist.com slash robin so c-u-d-d-l-i-s-t.com forward slash robin
1: cuddlist.com slash robin and one of your frequently asked questions is what happens if a man that you're cuddling becomes aroused yeah. And I'd like you to answer that sure. as well, because it came in a lot in a much more vulgar way <laughs> on the text line.
2: And how do you rea- not just, you know, the hey, it's all OK, you know that. But what do you actually do in the moment?
0: Sure. Sure. You know, it's the question everyone asks is the elephant in the room. So um, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> We're going to tackle this this question so i actually do have it in my faqs because it's something that a lot of people actually worry about because you know if you're someone who hasn't been touched in two years male or female you know your body might associate and probably will if that's been your past experience it's going to associate touch with sex that's kind of where we are culturally so um what we tell people and i i reassure people that look you know, it's kind of like when you're getting ready to sneeze, you can't stop stop yourself from sneezing. You're going to sneeze. If your body is going to get aroused, it's going to get aroused. You can get aroused anywhere. You can be in the grocery store. That can happen. But what you choose to do with it is where the choice comes in. And what what actually happens is, is if I notice that, I might say something like, hey, I think it's time that we switch different positions. So say like if we're spooning. And that person's the big spoon. I might say, hey, why don't we switch to a little spoon position? And that can alleviate it. I don't have to actually say, hey, by the way, I'm noticing this. They already but... know you notice. Know right, this. right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? and, yeah, and, oh, yeah. and I don't make a big deal out of it because it's, it's not something to be ashamed of. It's just your body reacting. Um, or I might say, um, hey, let's take a few deep breaths and kind of like get the energy, kind of calm back down. Um, because, you know our bodies just do what they do and you know it's not not something to be ashamed of Uh, there's no judgment there um you know you can be having a massage with a massage therapist and it can happen there and so the same thing a massage therapist just kind of just goes oh okay well we're just gonna kind (laughs) of but it for me it's a bit different because i'm actually touching the person they're touching me so it's really more about just kind of Taking a few deep breaths, maybe switching positions and just because the energy, what we're going for is, is a feeling of comfort, nurturing, relaxation. And so that's what, that's what we focus on and, um, you know, just kind of bring it down like that.
2: All right. From the text line, we're getting questions. Do you ever just say no? I'm just reading this as it came in. (laughs) Do you ever just say no because someone is too stinky or too creepy?
0: Well, uh, when I actually set up a session with someone, and this is part of my FAQs as well, um, but uh, when someone sets up a session, I send them a confirmation email that says, hey, just um, FYI, be sure that you shower, you know, brush your teeth before the session, have clean clothes. If you're a smoker, please don't smoke before the session, you know, and, and they typically bring cuddle clothes to bring into like T-shirt and sweatpants or lounge pants. So I haven't had the problem. No.
2: That's a line that someone's going to create, <laughs> by the way. Cuddle clothes is going to become a line of, yeah. of clothing. <laughs> a t- yeah, right. Yeah. Um, can you describe f- the physical experience? When I say physical, I mean like the space and is it a bed and what happens during that hour? Like, is it silent or do you talk or do you find people want to talk and do they end up crying? Like I could picture somebody... You're pretty mm. relaxed like that, mm. you know, the position that you're in.
0: Yeah, so um, it really, I'm I'm glad you asked that question. It's a great question. I have a, a really broad range of people who are looking for this service. I have people who are touch-deprived, and I have people who are touch-averse. So someone who is touch-deprived, um, they might ask for, um, you know, a session that they really want, like full-body cuddling. That's going to be horizontal- on a bed, in a room. Um, I do my sessions at an Airbnb, so it's a great neutral space. Um, someone who is touch-averse, um, maybe they've had trauma, um, could be they've been had sexual trauma, physical trauma, and um, they want to be able to be touched again and to be able to touch someone and not have a, a PTSD reaction. So they might be someone who... I sit on a couch with and we start by just sitting and talking. we not, we're not even touching or it could start that we're sitting next to each other or we start simply by holding hands or touching hands. So it's really a, a, a broad gamut and it's based on what the client is needing. And I, and I ask them, you know, what's going on with you? What are you here for? How would you like to cuddle?
1: And, and on that note, Do you ever begin and realize that maybe you began too far? Like, does a client ever freak out or does a client ever overreact to wherever your starting point is and wherever you get to?
0: No, because the starting point starts, and that's a great question. Um, We start the session um, with one agreement, and that uh, mutual agreement is that if either of us at any time is uncomfortable, we, we agree to speak up and say something or to request a change so that we know that something is making us uncomfortable. And then I say- Do you have
1: a safe word? Is that kind of the idea?
0: Um, No, there's not a safe word. It's basically just an agreement that if you're uncomfortable for any reason, physical, psychological, sexual, or emotional, that you are going to speak up and say something or you're gonna ask for a change. So, and then I proceed to say, how would you like to cuddle? Because I don't presume to know how that looks for them. We can't read each other's minds. So, um, kind of going back to a question that you had asked, Jamie. Mm-hmm. You had asked, Do "You talk during the session? Do you not?" Some people want to talk the entire session. Some people say, "You know what? I really not. I really don't want to talk right now." So
1: <laughs> please I'd be quiet. I just you know, and talk. I say, "Sure." That's like <laughs> most people in an Uber, <laughs> yeah, you same know? way. <laughs> so it's
0: really, you know, it's really what what they are asking for and what I can say with. A heck yes, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not going to do anything that I'm not a yes to and they're not going to do anything that they're not a yes to. So um, so I've never I've never uh, yeah, gotten uh, gotten to that point. And then back to the question you also asked, do people cry? Yes, sometimes I they do. Yeah. yeah and, and not everyone. But I'll have some people who, you know, um, they'll say, I, you know, haven't had someone hold me for, you know, 18 years Or it could be just that six months ago, someone in their life died or they broke up with a partner. And, you know, just sometimes touch just allows like that, you know, that barrier of emotion and things just start to kind of go. And they're they're just like, yeah, tears come out and it's all okay.
2: okay." This is Midday with Jamie and Wiki.
1: Hey, a reminder, uh, your last chance this hour for this keyword to cash.
2: Job, J-O-B, job. You can text the word to 72881 for your chance at $1,000 in this national contest.
1: Uh, We are joined in studio by Robin Marie, professional cuddler. Check her out online, cuddlist.com slash Robin. And somebody, uh, a text message came in on the text line. If you have questions, you can, 22980, uh, about professional parties. And I think the text line... Jamie, it wanted to teach us how to, how to cuddle, how to teach men how to cuddle.
2: I'll just read you the text. Uh, she should host workshops for husbands to learn how to cuddle without the end goal always being sex.
1: Do you do those, Robin? Let's turn your microphone on. Chris, get her microphone on. Okay, now we're good.
2: Yes, I do, actually. Uh, I do
0: that through an international non- nonprofit called Cuddle Party. And it's actually a works, workshop and a social event. I started doing that um in kansas city about two months ago i have it once a month it's a three and a half hour event and the the first hour is the workshop part and we talk about consent around touch and um you know asking for what you want saying no to what you don't want and then we have about a two and a half hour um open swim cuddling and according to the rules of cuddle party so you can check that out at um, cuddleparty.com but i I do that and it's a meetup group through um, cuddle party casey
1: do you get people that like you had mentioned they don't um they don't they haven't had touch in a while and i wouldn't say they're worried or resentful but they're very hesitant about this and and when they get done Either reaction, do you have like, what do you generally hear from people who have tried something that they kind of were afraid to try?
0: Yeah, so um, typically what I hear is that this was life changing Um, and just responses that they just have had no idea how touch deprived they really were. Um, especially because the effect can last for several days where you just feel you feel like you're not depressed, you feel less stress and it's it's kind of shocking for some people that touch can be so profound um, so yeah, and also too i I have clients who say to me, um, you know maybe they've been seeing me for um, a little while and they'll say, "You know, I didn't realize that um, uh, how." Me being able to ask for what I want and say no to what I don't want, practicing that in session has helped me to be able to ask for what I want at work or to say, no, I don't, I'm not really a yes to that. So it actually like carries over to the rest of your life in your relationships at work um, to be able to um, empower yourself to say yes to what you want and to say no to what you don't want. So it's been really great for so many people
2: were you a hugger before this yes, yes it would yes. take a certain type of person <laughs> to be able to do something like this professionally yeah.
0: i would say i'm very tactile and um some people have heard about the that book the five love languages mm-hmm. um so yeah my number one is definitely touch and so uh i think i find a lot of people who who um who our clients find that they are very much, um, you know, touches is like a number one love language for them or really in the top. And so those people, especially if they're not getting platonic touch, really feel very touch deprived in their life. And it can really affect you greatly. What's
1: your clientele like?
0: So 20 to 75 years old. It's pretty uh, broad. Yeah. I mean, at my cuddle parties, I've had people who were up to in their eighties. So, um, and it's awesome, you know um you know it's it's amazing um demographically uh I would say mostly male, but I also have females, I have people who are transgender, um, so probably a median age would be forty, okay, something around there
1: all right, all right, uh a lot of repeat business i mean when when you get done, are they? telling their friends in the referral referral program i mean how how much repeat business are you getting
0: so i do get repeat business especially you know it's it's kind of like when you find a really good massage therapist you're gonna keep going back (laughs) because Mm -hmm. you're like oh oh this is awesome and you have a great a great connection and so i do have repeat business but similarly someone might be um you know maybe they're going through a really rough time so Uh, A couple of months, they might show up once a week or once every few weeks. And then they've kind of worked through some of their issues. And they might come back once every three months or six months. So, um, yeah, uh, that's kind of how that works.
1: Go ahead, ahead. Okay, I was going to say, I wrote this down right at the beginning. What do you consider a good session?
0: Wow. So, I would say a good session is when my client can ask for what they want, no matter what that is. And I can say yes with open-hearted yes. So it really is them being able to relax into it because a lot of times people are really nervous. They'll start off and they'll say, yeah, I'm really nervous about this. And then at the end of the session, um, they'll say to me, wow, this, this felt so natural. And they're kind of shocked that... Cuddling with a complete stranger for the first time could actually feel like the most natural thing that they've ever experienced. So, and they're super relaxed and they're like, wow, I feel so much less stress. You know, my heart rate's down. They feel their their blood pressure is down. So someone actually experiencing that, that is like, makes me feel great. I love that.
2: Several people, and, and you don't have to answer this because it's, this is a personal question that... We would not expect everyone to answer, but several people have asked if you have a partner and if so, <laughs> how he or she feels about you doing this with strangers. Sure.
0: I have no problem answering that question. Um, so right now I do not have a partner. I'm just dating. Um, I have done this in 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 the past um, when I had a partner and um, I've had a couple of, of different partners while I've been doing this. So, and one person was couldn't really understand it was a bit weirded out, so we just kind of agreed to disagree on it and um and then another partner was totally fine with it. So they understand um, uh, it's platonic, uh, kind of like I think you know when someone says, "Yeah, oh, you're a massage therapist, you know, does your partner have a problem with you you know giving massages to people who are completely nude on a table?" Well, you know, this is a platonic thing. So, um, yeah.
1: Well, thank you for coming in. Yeah. We really appreciate it. For more information, it's Cuddlist.com slash Robin. Robin Marie, professional cuddler, has joined us from Lawrence. Thank you again and, and all the best.
2: It was great meeting you guys. You and as well. A lot of the things, some of you are asking questions because I think you've, you're joining us now. they are questions, some of these we answered earlier in the hour go back, watch the Facebook Live. Your website has a lot of the answers mm-hmm. to those things. Mm-hmm. So just go back and look.
1: For sure. Thank you again for coming in, Robin.
2: Great meeting you.
1: Robin Marie, uh, professional cuddler. Again, online at com slash Robin. Check it out and get more of your questions answered there as well. It's Midday with Jamie and Wicket. We have more and your keyword to cash coming up next.